0: them to the center aisle, Ashers will come along, pick them up. <sighs> so when we were in L.A., our daughter-in-law had her second ultrasound. So this little guy, we were at his school, he's going to have a brother in April. And it's a boy.
1: Thank you, Thomas.
0: I know. I saw. <laughs> it was exciting. Yeah. yeah. Exciting for
1: us. And apparently the little guy was just proud of his gender and left <laughs> nothing to be, you know, it was just right out there. So <laughs> I, I am a boy and I'm coming. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
0: All right. So um, we'll start with one here. How do we remain in spirit and centered at the crazy time of Christmas, commercialism all around? Well,
1: I guess number one is you choose to, right? You choose to by meaning that as much as is possible, and it is possible, a lot of this, the truth is, to just stay centered. As, As we often say within unity, to come from center to circumference, and then do as you are led to do, as you are guided to do and just don't get sucked in to what is that which is disturbing to you and let no one else make that determination for you. You are self-determining in that factor. Do what you are led to do and stay away from that which is not right and perfect for you to accomplish. Start your day from center to circumference. Enter into each moment as much as you can from center to circumference. You know, you know what I mean by that. Touch the God's base within you and then take that with you on a conscious level into everything and every, what, conversations, uh, shopping trips, of course, and everything. And watch when you consciously make that a factor in your life. Watch how you are always led to your right and perfect place. Traffic and everything.
0: Please give, illuminate, extrapolate uh, one of those Quote, governed by spiritual law?
1: Um, there is only that which is um, the law of consciousness at work in your life. We can call that by different names. We can call it the law of mind action. We can call it the law of, um, of attraction, the principle. Uh, we can call that uh, something that then tells you and tells me that what is held within consciousness will then govern what is expressed in our life as our life. We are a self-determining entity in our journey, Uh, and it works whether we realize it or not, Uh, like gravity. It always works, but the more we are conscious of how we have input into it, the more than that we realize the outcome is to our, to our liking, to our dream, to our desire, to our plan. In other words, center to circumference, and it then is the input into what our life is, even as your life right now and mine is an expression of that very same law of what we have put in through thought and word then becomes our being, our life.
0: Um, each of the questions is unique. Okay. To itself, it's going to be hard to. I speed them. up here then? Okay, please, please, please speak to uh, the approach and frame of mind when you go about working on your will and estate planning.
1: From, from center,
0: <laughs>
1: to circumference. Right. That's all the principle speaks to and it's all it is. When you um, enter into what you think to be that, that opportunity in your journey of life right now to do this. Center in from within to the without and to the right and perfect expression of it that you are led to do and be in your life. And again, uh, trust that inner, inner guidance, that inner light, and do your best to not let anybody uh, throw a chink into that by something that isn't uh, right and perfect for you uh, at, at your journey, you know? Center to circumference as you do that, and it will be that for you.
0: We are responsible for our own lives. When two people interact, is one person then responsible for the actions of the other? because they brought that person into their life?
1: No. Next question. No. <laughs> no. No, everybody, everybody is self-responsible. It is true that in a relationship, whatever that means, that some people on occasion take the role of not the dominant, ex, you know, person or, 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 or expression, but, but ideally, that role switches, and, but you're still self-determining. Uh, no one else can inject into your life anything unless you have something within your consciousness that has a handshake to what they are being and what they are doing. Uh, you are a self-determining individual in your journey, and nobody can take that from you
0: being in your right and perfect place. I feel that is mostly true, but when someone is a victim of violence aimed at someone else, etc., it seems like you can be in the wrong place at the wrong time.
1: Are you ready for this answer? You are never in your wrong place at your at your wrong time. You are always in every place at the right time. Now, Let me extrapolate that a little further because it's important. Uh, We are all in this experience of life right now, right where we are on planet Earth, right where we now are in the global identity of where Tucson is and wherever you are led to be. You are always in your right place at your right time. You are always in that circumstance where there are never any victims. I told you to breathe deeply here. There are never any victims. There are only people in that place at their right time because something within consciousness, remember, there is no luck, there is no accident, there is no chance. And if we say that when things are rosy and happy and we are, yes, that's true, that's true, look what I... And then, all of a sudden, we want to we get rid of that when things aren't to our liking or when we think that there is something that we identify as a disaster or things that are, that are quick to be picked up on the news that just don't look good at all. And I could cite examples, but you can do that yourself. So we're always in our right place. Now, remember... If that right place and at that right time, somehow we have intermingled with a, with a consciousness that is, we think, responsible then for something unfortunate or disastrous happen to us personally. All right? Recognize in that experience that there is never anything that can disrupt the ongoingness of our total journey. This journey right now that you see yourself within is a brief snapshot of your eternalness. That's all it is. And you have gone in and out of expression and experience probably more times than we care to count. And you have done this in a whole bunch of various ways. You have played the role of, let me use the word, that there isn't any. But you have played the role of victim. You have played the role of perpetrator. You have done all these things. And consciousness is the glue that brings everything together in this experience. So, again, as much as you can, come from center to circumference. And that enhances the journey that you're on.
0: Okay, two questions that kind of go together. Uh Um, Does unity uh, teachings accept reincarnation and... What does unity say about our purpose for incarnating on Earth?
1: Well, you sort of got the, got the hint a moment ago that, yes, um, unity... We, you know, we, we don't make a big deal out of it. But, yes, in the unity teachings, it is logical that we are on an ongoing cycle of many different life experiences. And so what's your purpose? Well, your purpose is as much of a joyous, fulfilling moment for you to experience as you possibly can. There is no outside of you somewhere uh, uh, trying to inject into your experience specifics as to turn left, turn right, marry this one, divorce this one, Uh, you know, the whole spectrum of how we could imagine our life. Nothing outside of you is doing this. If there is something within you, remember, unity does not ex- believe in, nor, nor do we teach something of an anthropomorphic god-like being out there somewhere. You know, it's very much like the grandfatherly, um, the Michelin, you know, the angel picture of God reaching down and giving life to Adam. No, there is only the expression of if there is anything within you that is your God identity. Its will for you, if you like that term, is joy. Its will for you is fulfillment. But you get to choose what that is and that becomes the will of God in you, through you, and as you.
0: Why is it difficult in breaking old thought patterns? How do you change this?
1: Why is it difficult? Because you're making it difficult. Because you're choosing to use the words, because you're choosing to identify this this vibrational definition with the process that you now have caught to be an important one in your life. Start by saying, I am moving into my right and perfect choices easily and perfectly. And that which I no longer need to keep in consciousness. I am releasing and I am moving on to better and greater things. That is the uh, energy that will enhance exactly what you are seeking to do. Uh, uh, If if you name it difficult, if you name it challenging, if you name it something of these words, then that is the energy frequency expression of that that you will uh, encounter. So don't do that anymore. (laughs) Okay.
0: Uh, clarify: How do you clarify Jesus as Master and Lord of all?
1: Well, uh, uh, Unity doesn't use those words necessarily. I know they are in. They are. They are attached sometimes, especially now as we're coming into the Christmas season and the songs that are there, and Easter season and the songs that are there. It um, it speaks to these things. But uh, uh, unity um, uh, accepts uh, the truth that we see it uh, of not of, of the of the one presence, one power uh, expressing within each and every person. As it expressed within Jesus, it is now there to be expressed within you. So. Uh, we see uh, the perfect example, not the perfect exception in the life of Jesus and everything that we now are aware of as much as we can, which is very little of what actually might have must have taken place. But we see within that then the example of how a principle can be duplicated, replicated in our own unique way as Jesus expressed, and if use, use the word law sometimes when you see the word Lord. So the Christ, the God identity that is fulfilling itself within you as it fulfilled itself within Jesus is that which is then the law of everything working in your life here and now. Uh, you are that God identity and expression.
0: For what legal, ethical, moral, or spiritual violation or injustice would you publicly take a stand against and actively challenge regardless of the certainty of the outcome? Please be specific.
1: (laughs) You won't like my answer. If I am guided within my own self, and I feel that this is a meaningful thing for me to do, I would do so. Um, uh, But do not, well, you may do it anyway, but uh, I, I do not invite your making these decisions for me and telling me that because it is important to you that then using all kinds of different words, Obviously, it's not important to you, Larry, and so therefore, uh, you know, why are you so um, so skittish about doing something in an outer way? Uh, if I am guided and led to walk point in an outer kind of way, um, I will I will do so, and I suppose um, I would do so regardless of the outcome uh, that might be mine or it might be me. Uh, um, i don't i don't I don't see anything at this point in time uh, for my understanding that would uh, that would initiate um, that experience for me to get out there and do and do something like that. But if it's mine to do, I will do it.
0: Charles Fillmore stressed um, regeneration and metaphysical interpretation in his teachings and writings. Um, I'll start again. Charles Fillmore stressed rejuvenation and metaphysical interpretation in his teachings and writings. How does unity deal with these antiquated ideas today?
1: We recognize that that Charles Fillmore uh, uh, had, again, his own consciousness of understanding of things. And one of them was he believed in the principle that he could live in that body form that he had; he could live in that in that uh, in that forever. Uh, and today, of course, we look at that uh, and we would say, "Well, there are things that he taught and he believed that just aren't outworking right now as he would like he would have liked them to happen." But you know, bless his bless his heart, he stood out there and he he put himself on the line. He said, "I believe that this is a principle that can happen, and I'm going to, in essence, I'm going to use my words now that I'm going to do the very best I can to see that it uh, expresses in in uh, you know in my life." And uh, we recognize now that probably um, the body. In, in its right and perfect you know expression of consciousness unfolding uh, can perhaps last longer than it did and it does right now at some time but uh, we accept that uh, uh, that probably it is right and perfect at a at an important and an appointed time for each one of us to make our exit from this three-dimensional sphere and uh, and move on. Um, Uh, I've I've said so often that when the body is not working, why keep it? Uh, If it isn't functioning the way you want it to, why stick around? Uh, There's another opportunity awaiting. And and now I'm not trying to tell you to go out and do something that, that will hasten anything necessarily. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is be at peace with when it's time to, as we would say, check out. And recognize it—it's just into another dimension of life, and, and an exciting one, probably at that.
0: Um, one of your most favorite spiritual books or authors, and why?
1: Oh, I like I like Butterworth um, because uh, Eric is an individual who takes the unity principles and makes them very real and makes them usable. Uh, and he and, and he has written many many different books. So, so Eric Eric is one of my uh, is one of my favorites, and you know the other writers definitely are uh, Fox, uh, and, uh, and and Goldsmith. Uh, they're very wonderful. They they articulate the unity, the truth principles very well uh, and very very nicely.
0: How does the teaching of Eckhart Tolle fit in or compare with Unity Principle?
1: I don't know, okay? That's, that's my best answer. Uh, I have not read, read a lot of, 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 of his writing. Uh, uh, it's interesting, though. Uh, uh, there, are those, there are those who strongly believe that he is the soon return incarnation, if you will, of Charles Fillmore. Uh, now, be that true or untrue, I don't know. But it's an interesting thought to explore. Uh, But no, I have not read necessarily a lot of his things.
0: How do you heal a broken heart?
1: Slowly, purposefully, lovingly, recognizing that um, my heart, I'm speaking now for you, that, that, that my heart, that my feeling nature, that my right and perfect placeness is always being, being adjudicated by my God self, by my good self, and to move into that. Uh, yeah, I, I do understand that there are many, many things that emotionally can just sort of tear at you. But you know, give time, give time, it's, its, its healing aspect, um, uh, if you allow that, and do not tell it how, what, when, or where, the experience of that healing uh, can come more quickly.
0: What's your favorite hymn, and why?
1: Oh, I don't have a favorite hymn. Um, I, I enjoy uh, I enjoy many different many different hymns that are that that we sing. With, uh, one of my one of my challenges is um, because because it's my business, you know. It's it's what I do. So one of my challenges is uh, hymns that speak of something uh, other than what I believe to be true, and that uses a whole variety of different words. And uh, God is usually always a, a, a you know a masculine he, and um, uh, things. So I look at them and I translate usually, or we rewrite different things here. Um, uh, you know, which reminds me of a story of our daughter, one of them, who went to visit another girl's church on, on Sunday, you know. And and she came home to us, and she said, she said they changed all the words of the hymns, Dad. <laughs> and, of course, you know, so uh, a favorite hymn... Uh, uh, this morning's hymn, the was great. The one we sang for our six week uh, time. These are these are good melodies, and these are good things.
0: What? Uh, this is a question about the Ion's DVDs. What is that?
1: Um, they had as a a part of their program for the last many years, a uh, a monthly uh, showing of some. Truth-centered DVD, uh, and there's a whole variety of them. And now they gave them to us, and they are there for you to browse through, to check out. They're in our lending library, and uh, and take them home and enjoy them.
0: I should just say that the Noetic Sciences, uh, that organization, was started by one of the astronauts, and it's the study of science and religion. So all the movies uh, have something, or DVDs have something to do with that. Um, I get daily quotes from Abraham Hicks. How closely does unity align with this philosophy? I just started to coming to unity about a month ago.
1: Um, I find, uh, I also get those quotes. Um, I find that there, that there is, that there is nothing that I read in the quotes that is out of alignment with what I believe to be the very basic principle of who and what unity is. Uh, uh, I believe that they n- n- dig around a little bit more finely, perhaps, in things, uh, and I, I enjoy the way that they do that. Uh, and so I find nothing there. Uh, you, almost always on, in, my, in my weekly email, I use a quote from one of those as a, um, uh, as a launching pad for, for a message, for an interpretation, uh, because uh, it's something that is there and it's easy to get to, and it is a great thing to explore, I believe, in how they present it. So it's something that you might like to do uh, to, to get on their weekly uh, or daily list.
0: Uh, can you do another sermon on uh, the unity take on the Lord's Prayer?
1: Can I? Sure. (laughs) Will you? (laughs) Will I? Now that's the question. Uh, We will will factor it in to something soon. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure she'll do a good job.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What is your vision for Unity of Tucson for the next five years?
1: A continuation of the uh, opportunity to serve people in their spiritual journey and to do so in as uplifting and as a positive way that we possibly can to continue to acknowledge the God self within you, to continue to recognize that you have that inner power that enables you to be the uh, the, what shall I say, uh, the Lord and Master, so to speak, of how your life is is formed and how it how it expresses. And to continue to remind you in these positive ways and to be here uh, whenever someone in their own journey, perhaps, stu- and sometimes it's how I use the word stumble, but there are no stumblings because there are no accident, luck, or chance. But when somebody finds us and to say, where have you been all my life? You know, these words I love to hear. Or I didn't know that somebody was as, was as uh, what, what should I say, as, as flirtatious with God as I am, you know? Uh, and that's, that's always a nice thing. So just to continue, again, to come from center to circumference in our own uh, administration of what takes place here as much as we remember to do so.
0: What is the secret to your longtime marriage? What does it say? What, what is the secret to your long-time marriage? You want me to read that again? No.
1: <laughs> well, you know, um, I I always I always have the last word in our relationship, <laughs> and my last word is yes, dear. So uh, I jokingly say, uh, our soon-to-be 55 years together is all her responsibility, not mine, okay. so it's all good.: <laughs>
0: And the last one just says, "Just thank you." Yeah,
1: isn't that nice. Thank you. Isn't that nice. Thank you. And thank you for allowing mm-hmm. us to do this every now and then. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it, and I hope you find it interesting as well.